0: Welcome to New York's number two sports show, the Rangers bounce back and defeat the Los Angeles Kings, giving them their first regulation road loss of the season. Now, when I was doing the last episode against the Capitals, I had talked about the Kings Islanders game. And when I was first talking about it, it was 2-0 Kings and it was 2-1. Well, the Islanders ended up coming back and beating the Kings in overtime. So that snapped the Kings, uh, what were they, 11 0 at the time, uh, on the road. So the Islanders gave them their first overall road loss, and the Rangers now give the Kings their first regulation road loss. And there's a lot of Kings parallels in this game. Jonathan Quick, for the first time against his former team, I mean, Jonathan Quick is, you know, going to make the Hall of Fame. He's a two-time Cup winner. I believe one of them was con Smythe. I think the, the one against, uh, in 2012, uh, he won the Smith, I'm almost positive, uh, for the Kings. I mean, this is someone who, you know, will always be remembered as the Los Angeles King, and the way that he left was kind of tough. They traded him to Columbus, and then he never played a game for Columbus. They traded him quickly over to Vegas. So, gotta be a little bit weird for him, but he really uh, was very good, uh, and, and he's been playing very well. But the parallels don't stop there. Johnny Brodzinski... Was drafted by the Kings and he, his first couple of seasons were with LA. Not a whole lot of games played with them. Let me just get the facts straight. Yeah, played like parts of three seasons with the Kings. Uh, the most he played in a season was 35 games in the 2017, uh, 2017 2018 season. Uh, and Brodzinski's been in the Ranger organization now. This is his fourth season. And hey, I was a little bit critical of him. And I acknowledge that, look, it's not fair. like shouldn't even be in the position he's in, but he like didn't have a, a great couple of games against Ottawa and Washington, and he responded tonight. And then the last King parallel, which is the, the least of them all, is the Rangers made the Elias Sanderson trade with the Los Angeles Kings, in which the Kings traded their second-round pick to the Rangers. Who did the Rangers take with that second-round pick? Will Cooley, who scored tonight. But I digress on that. Vincent Trocek was really good. Had three primary assists for the Rangers. I thought he was probably their best over- skater, right? I mean, Quick and Trocheck definitely kind of the stars of this one. But there was a lot going on in this game. A lot of penalties in the... Th- I guess specifically in the third period, there were a ton of penalties. Barkley Goodrow returned and had like the, uh, the full face shield. Um... And look, that was, and I I think that meant a lot to his teammates. Like clearly he was in uh, a lot of discomfort and I'm guessing it was some like structural, you know, facial, like an orbital bone, like something of that nature, like where it was bad enough to keep him out uh, where he left that Ottawa game, didn't play against Washington. And, you know, Goodrow's a tough guy that, you know, is going to be in there more nights than not, unless it's like a, you know, what was it? Uh, he had, I think a leg injury that kept him out for a while in 2022. And then he came back like in the Carolina, I think he got hurt early in the Pittsburgh series and then came back late in the Carolina series. So, you know, he's a guy that isn't going to miss many games. So good to see him back. But look, the Kings are a good team. They had a tough loss last night to the Islanders. And so I wasn't sure what to expect as I suspected Phoenix Copley was in goal, not Cam Talbot for Los Angeles. But I thought this was a pretty good effort for the Rangers. And the first time they faced a little bit of adversity, they were coming off their first two-game losing streak of the season. Rangers have played very well at, you know, as we kind of move along here, the Rangers have played very well at MSG. They're now nine and two at home. And the only two losses were to Nashville and Buffalo. And I believe uh, they said Artemi Panarin has gotten at least a point in all 11 home games, and that streak, you know, continues tonight as he got an assist. But I liked that, you know, some bottom six contributors like Nick Benino made a really nice play on the second goal of the night, a goal score by Jimmy Vesey. Uh There was a line tweak where they... So Goodrow comes back in. Riley Nash, after the game, was sent down to Hartford, so that makes sense. So Goodrow back on that line with VZ and Pitlick. And but the change they made was Wheeler moves up with Crowder and Zabanajad and Bradzinski moves down with Cooley and Benino. Now I'm totally fine with the Brodzinski part of it. The issue I have is Wheeler like I just can't warm up to him. And look, like he's had a great career, but I just don't have any faith that he is going to be like someone that this team can really depend on come playoff time. I mean sure if he's like, you know, <laughs> A, a total depth forward that kind of comes in and out of the lineup. Like, I guess that's okay. Not that I think he would even be effective if that were the case. But my thinking is this, and I wonder what everyone thinks. Definitely, um, you know, in the comment section, let me know. But, maybe, you try VZ with Crotter and Zibanejad, And there's another conversation to be had you break up Kreider and Zibanejad. And I'm open to that too, but let's, you know, for this exercise, just say that they are going to be together. Do you maybe try VZ with them? The problem with that is, and I'm kind of like answering my own question, is Wheeler, I don't like Wheeler in a bottom six role. Like, again, I, I just, like he's not good enough to be in the top six, but his game is not suited for the bottom six. And so you're just kind of fucked like either way, but just based on like what is deserved and you know vz has a little bit of skill and creativity a little bit right like when we think about all the bottom six players and so it's just the thought and you know maybe it happens at some point but for now they've kept him down and at the same time that has been a good look that vz goodrow pitlick line has been a very nice fourth line uh and i think again i don't know whether to call it the fourth line because you also have that cooley Benino bradzinski line it's kind of there's a clear, you know, separation between top six and bottom six. But, you know, regardless of all of that, the Rangers find a way tonight. And the power play was key. And it has been lately. I, You know, I feel like the, the Ranger five-on-five goal-scoring has certainly dried up. And the power play was very important tonight. But, again, Jonathan Quick was really good. Let's talk about this game. First period, not a whole lot going on. But you know what? The Rangers, I think, concentrated on just playing a smarter game. And they did that and it led to good things, right? So things were getting out of hand, right? The last like four or five games, it felt like, all right, the Rangers were scoring a lot of goals and there was a lot of chances, but with that came a lot of really bad, uh, you know, chances against. And so they had to kind of get the structure back. And I thought that that was more so there in this game. As good as quick was, and quick was really important. Like in the third period, was especially important but overall he wasn't tested like crazy um but the first period not a whole lot to speak of there there was a couple of penalties artemi panarin uh high six gavrikov at 740 i don't believe gavrikov finished this game gavrikov who got hurt versus the islanders yeah he did not he's a very important defenseman for the kings so that, that should be noted uh Gavrakov uh is high stick by Panarin, Rangers kill that off. Then at 19:37, end of the period, Trevor Moore high-sticks Adam Fox. Uh so that Ranger power play goes is mostly in the second period, but they don't score on it. Um so the score it's a scoreless game. I really liked the Rangers second period. It was really really solid. Um and that really won them the game. At 7:51, Dowdy slashes Panarin and uh, Panarin did a good job of drawing. You know, obviously he took that penalty in the first, but he also drew a couple as well. And on that power play, the Rangers score, it's Mika Zibanejad scoring a seventh goal of the season from Trocek and Panarin. Really nice passing play. Panarin to Trocek. with a really, really nice pass. Again, that's a theme here. Trocek's a big story out of this game. And Zibanejad scores. Look, a lot of Mika's productions on the power play. It's kind of, he has always been a power play producer, but, you know, a few years ago, you know, he would do more even strength. And I'm just, I'm, i want to see more even strength offense production for Mika, but he gets that power play goal. The points have been coming lately uh, for him. And the Rangers take a one-nothing lead. Then at 14-24, Adrian Kempe slashes Tyler Pitlick. The Kings kill that one off. Uh, but at 17-27, the Rangers take a 2-0 lead. Jimmy VZ scores a sixth goal the season from Benino. Really nice play by Nick Benito to keep the puck in the zone with his glove. Puts it down, finds VZ, a nice pass by Benino, and VZ goes five-hole and squeaks it by Copley to give the Rangers a 2 nothing lead. Again, good bottom six production, and, you know, you don't see Benino much in the score sheet, but, like, that play, like, that was really all him. And also give VZ credit for making a little, a nice little move. Um, you know, maybe Copley, you know, kind of squirted by him a little bit. Um, but either way, Rangers take a 2 nothing lead there then at 1849 mikey anderson holds panarin so another power play from one period to the next for the rangers but like the other one uh it's killed off by the kings then at 247 adam fox trips carl gunstrom uh for fox you know he's still trying to find his game Uh, like I, i definitely he's not the same as he was but hopefully with time it gets there um and again it wasn't i mean there was still a lot of good with fox but obviously we're used to him again uh, Norris levels. And that is certainly not there right now, but luckily there's a ways to go and hopefully he will eventually get there. Uh, Rangers do kill that off. Before that one ends, you have uh, a couple of matching minors. Uh, Dubois called for interference and Lingren called for embellishment. I've said this before on this channel and in previous episodes that I don't... like. It's got to be one or the other. Like, how is... Dubois shoves Lingren? Okay, like, so is it interference or is it embellishment? I, I just never conceptually and logically understood how that makes any sense but I digress then at 526 they call Trocheck for interference on Drew Doughty which was a pretty questionable call and with that Mika Zibanejad is called for a 10-minute misconduct so I think what happened is I think he must have complained to the refs and they gave him a 10-minute misconduct which you know that like so at that moment you have no Trocheck. You have no Zabanajad, you have no Lingren, and it actually gets even worse in terms of who is in the box. And for Zabanajad, it's 10 minutes. Then, at 5.42, Jonathan Quick is called for roughing, Quentin Byfield, and Byfield's called for slashing Jonathan Quick. So, Kendrick Miller serves that penalty. It has to be someone that serves it for Quick, which was an interesting decision, and I guess the reason there was because they already lost Trocek and Zabanajad, but you had already lost Lingren. So it puts them in a spot where you need to have Gustafson and Schneider kill penalties. Schneider, we've seen it. Gustafson, not as much. But either way, it's not ideal. And it does lead to the Kings' one goal. It's a power play goal. And also, as she mentioned, Kevin Fiala, he's called for a 10-minute misconduct at 542. Things just got out of hand. And a lot of penalties were called in the third period. Uh, but the Kings, at 637, score a power play goal. Philip Deneau, who, similar to Goodrow, had gotten hit with the, uh, with the puck to the face earlier in the game, but he came back with the face shield. He scores in the power play. His seventh of the season from Kempe and Kopitar makes it 2-1. And at that point, this game really could have turned. And Quick made some really good saves to keep it at 2-1. Eventually, at 9.57, Kempe gets four minutes for roughing and Lafreniere gets two minutes for roughing. So that leads to Ranger power play, and they score on it. Keep in mind, Zibanejad's still in the box, so Johnny Brodzinski takes the spot of Zibanejad. Now, that made sense in terms of handedness. Also, Lafreniere was in the box, so you couldn't go to him. So they go to Brodzinski, and... Sure enough, he has a little bit of room, a really nice pass by Trochek, and Brodzinski scores his first goal of the season, a power play goal to give the Rangers a three-run lead, give Adam Fox the other assist, but Vincent Trochek at that point with two primary assists and he wouldn't stop there. At 1524, Will Cooley scores his fifth of the season from Trochek and Brodzinski. So Brodzinski goal and assist, Trochek with three assists, and the Rangers would win four to one. And Jonathan Quick is now 8-0 and one on the season. If you had told me that, I would not have believed you. Like, like, there's just no way. He's 8 one and has been good doing it, right? I mean, I-, I would say lately, like, he had been giving up some goals, but look, like, the record is what the record is. And so you're at a point now where uh, I'm not making any declaration. I mean, look, Igor Shostakovich is your starter. Like, that just is what it is. But not even talking about, like, back-to-backs. Back-to-backs, they're going to split the action. But, just in general, like, this is going to be, and this will probably prove beneficial down the road, is you're going to see a lot of Jonathan Quick, and and deservedly so. Igor, like, it's been a little bit of a rough go this season. Um, do I still have faith in him? Absolutely. Um, but let's just call it as we see it. Jonathan Quick is going to get a lot of playing time. He's playing well. Uh, and so I think we're going to see, you know, and it's kind of been that way anyway, I guess, but, like, we're going to see a 50-50, maybe 60-40 igor to quick split um and you know all that said next game is home against toronto tuesday night and that's where things i guess kind of get interesting when you think about it i will still say i think it would be igor that would go um they don't play again until friday like so at that point like if you don't go with igor that's a week off I don't think you want to go that route. I think you want to get Igor in there, like have him feel good. So that would be the expectation. But as soon as you see quick in a situation like that, then it's, then you do start talking like, wow, like, okay, like that's different, right? Because you wouldn't normally see quick go two in a row, barring some weird scheduling quirk. So again, something to kind of keep in mind, but uh, I'd say a good, a good situation either way. So, Rangers win 4-1, to a nice bounce-back effort from the Blue Shirts, who uh, sported their new third jersey. I wasn't a big fan of it, to be honest. Did not like this third jersey. This is the first of 10 times they're going to wear it, and I didn't really care much for it. But hey, at least they won in it, so I'll take that. Uh, and, and as far as like the overall league standings, the Rangers, on a points percentage basis, are technically in first place. They, them and the Bruins are tied at 750 point percentage, which is... You know, incredible. Uh, But technically, the Rangers are ahead of them. Again, like all that right now doesn't mean anything. And in fact, the Rangers actually play Boston uh, on Saturday. But the Rangers have a couple of games before that. Home against Toronto Tuesday. Home against Anaheim Friday. The Maple Leaf one That'll be an interesting game. Uh, They have been playing well lately, but they do have a lot of injuries. And they also play the Islanders tomorrow night. So maybe you get, you know, a Toronto team that's a little bit banged and bruised but we shall see how it goes again jonathan quick first game against his former team the los angeles kings he gets the job done helps the rangers get the victory they beat the kings 4 to 1